Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here, Your Virtual Upline. Welcome back to the show. Today, we've got another episode of Ask Bob that we're going to be doing Today, so we do these episodes every so often. This is your chance to ask me questions. So let me know what do you need help with? What issues are you struggling with? Which topics would you like to hear me cover on future episodes? Here's the best way for you to do that you can literally text me your questions. So we'll put the number here on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on the podcast, we'll put the number in the show notes. But all you have to do is just text me at 215-608-1454. And yes, it actually is me. And I legit will text you back. But let me know what topics you'd like to see me cover in the future. What questions do you have? And I'll select some of those for future episodes. But having said that, thank you to all of you that did submit questions and thank you to all of you that have been leaving reviews. We are, at the time of me recording this episode, I think we're at like 992 five-star reviews. So as I promised you, when we hit a thousand, I'm gonna be doing something special for you. So that'll probably be happening in the next week or so. So if you are a listener of the podcast and you take some time to leave a review, that would be much appreciated. But let me get into the questions for today. So I've got here uh, four different questions that we're going to be covering. And uh, I want to start off with the first question, which was actually submitted here from, let me pull it up here, on submitted to me on Instagram. And I'm gonna, I'll show you a, a screenshot of the question here, but I wanna go over just kind of some of the, the gist of it. It's, it's how to deal with network marketing haters. So the problem that this particular person had was this, is that she was really struggling with her mindset because she's been feeding into the negative energy because she's been watching YouTube and seeing a lot of negative videos about her company. And she says, all this negativity out there is is really giving me a fear of sharing the opportunity because of what these people are saying about different things that have come up with the company in the past. So her question to me was, have you had moments where you've struggled with your thoughts or the negative perceptions about network marketing, MLM, and specifically your company. She says, uh, I don't know how to deal with this. And I think that, you know, being stuck would be a natural result of, of that process. So thank you for the question. And I bet there's a lot of you out there that can relate to this, you know, focusing and feeding into a lot of the negativity that's out there. And maybe it's about your specific company, but it could just be about the network marketing profession in general. And look, I can relate to this because one of the things that I struggled with Early in my entrepreneurial career, I had a background in medical sales. I had what was considered a good job, right? And when I first started a network marketing business, I didn't even realize I was doing this, but I remembered I had this thing where I was kind of afraid to tell people I was doing network marketing, 
right? I didn't want to lose esteem with my coworkers and my uh, other people that knew me that, you know, looked up to me and said, well, he's got a great job. You know, why would you want to go do one of those things? Like I was really struggling wrapping my mind around this identity of being a network marketer because like most people, I had this perception of what I thought that meant based off of all of these negative interactions that I had with other network marketing reps in the past that that approached me completely the wrong way. You know, I have this saying, I say it a lot, and, and, and I think now's the perfect time, is people, the people you know, your family, your friends, your prospects, they don't look down on network marketing because they don't even really know what it is. Most people are completely ignorant to how the actual business model works. They look down on network marketers. They look down on people that don't treat it like a business, that don't take it serious, that just want to go out and spam people's social media platforms. And, you know, there's so many people that enter this profession. The good part about it is anybody can do it. The bad part about it is anybody can do it. And there's so many people that say they started a business and they tried, but they really didn't, right? They gave up and quit after just talking to a couple of people. And then here's what happens. At the end of that, it's, it's easier for them to blame the company and blame the profession and say it didn't work than it is for them to take personal responsibility to say, no, I didn't work it. I wasn't willing to face my fears. I wasn't willing to do the hard work of actually growing and learning and building a business. So I start this, my answer to this question with that, because I think it's important for us to understand where a lot of this comes from. But at the end of the day, here's the decision that you have to make. What is the story that you want to tell yourself about what you do? See, it all comes down to belief. See, belief, all it really is, is a story. And every single one of you that's in this profession, you have a belief about what you think it means to be a part of this profession. Now, for most of you, if you're struggling to have the results that you want, you most likely have a limiting belief in terms of what it means to be a network marketer, right? We call this a red light story, right? And part of that belief, that limiting belief or that red light story, because that's all a belief is, is a story, is it's based off of just like mine was in the beginning, your past programming, your past experience, and things like this, right? Where are you paying attention to? Who are you focusing on, right? Because here's the, here's the powerful thing about belief. If you lack belief in what you're doing and what you have to offer people, that's gonna become the lens from which you're gonna experience the world. And it sounds to me like this person is carrying this limiting belief about what it means to be a part of this profession. She's not really owning it, just like I didn't in the early stages. Like I was, um, I jokingly say, I was what I like to call a network marketing secret agent. I was in, but barely anybody knew I was in. I was very selective about the way that I would, you know, tell people about what I was doing. And that's no way to run a business. But I suspect that this person is doing the same thing. And because there are some of these negative beliefs and these red light stories around like not owning what it means to be a network marketer, that she is only focusing on the negative things that she sees, which support 
those beliefs because that's the way the mind works. If you have a limiting belief around network marketing and what you do and you haven't fully embraced it, when you look out into the world, you're going to laser focus on these things that are going to support that limiting belief you have. So there she is. She goes to YouTube. She sees all these negative videos and that's what she focuses on. And then here's where this becomes a problem. Those videos then strengthen the belief she already has. Now, there's plenty of evidence otherwise that would support some a different story, but she's not focusing on that because of that core belief she has. And what winds up happening is this, is over time, the story just becomes deeper and deeper. And that red light keeps us from showing up because here's what we teach our students. We teach something called the formula for transformation. And basically it says this, that your what you believe, your beliefs, actually create your feelings. So like what you believe it means to be a network marketer creates the way you feel about doing the business. And your feelings will determine your actions. Now for her, she has a limiting belief. She has a red light story around what network marketing is. She's questioning it. And that's causing her to feel no lack of confidence, to feel fear. And because of that, she's not reaching out and sharing what she has. Now, here's where we can shift this. And here's what you need to do if you struggle with this. Change your story. Change your story. See, I think I first heard Tony Robbins said this. You change your story, you change your life. You have to start examining these stories that you're creating around what you do. Remember, stories are just beliefs. You have to consciously recognize that you've created this red light story that's been fed by all these negativity and these haters out there, and you have to decide to focus on the positive. You have to look for the positive. You have to look for everything that's good about this profession. Find people in this profession that you admire, that are doing it the way that you wish you could do it, and focus on them. Don't focus on all the spammy people out there that are doing it the wrong way, that make you feel lack of alignment, right? Change your story, change your life, because here's the thing. If you can consciously create a story around what it means to be a network marketer, and you can focus on the good and not the bad, here's what will happen. That those videos on YouTube, you won't even pay attention to them anymore. You'll recognize that they're not serving your belief. And when you have a different, more empowering belief, which is just a story, we call that a green light story. So if you're focused on the positive, instead of watching somebody who tried it and failed and then said it doesn't work anymore, or I went to a different company and that company sucks that you shouldn't join them, like that's not going to do you any good listening to that. You start tuning that out and you start focusing on the people that are in your company that are still doing it and that's where you laser focus because that will support the positive belief and if you have a positive belief, you'll feel confident. You won't be stuck with fear sharing your opportunity anymore. You'll go out there and you'll do it and here is the magic of this. Because you created a green light story, you will eventually be successful because positive beliefs lead to positive results 100% of the time. Negative beliefs, limiting beliefs lead to negative results 100% of the time. Here's what's so crazy about this. What's true? What's true? Who knows? Neither is true. The negative story is no more or less true than the positive one. You're really just making it up based off of other people's opinions and perceptions. You, you have no, none of it's true. It's all how we perceive what's going on around us. So here's the question you gotta ask yourself. If you're gonna make up a story, 
right? If you're going to create a belief, you might as well intentionally create one that serves you moving forward to create the life you want. And you want to know the only difference between the top distributors and consultants in your company, the people that admire, it's not that they didn't have to face all the same stuff. It's not that they didn't have the same doubt, the same fear. They chose a different path. They developed the habit of believing. And that's the thing I'll leave you with for this topic. You have to build the habit of believing. You have to become conscious of the stories in your mind. You've got to learn how to master your mind because at the end of the day, you're either going to choose the red light story or you're going to choose the green light story. And that's going to start the dominoes, which are going to lead you to either being stuck and never seeing success or eventually creating the business and the life of your dreams. But the battle is waged right here inside of your mind. So that would be my advice to you is stop paying attention to those people, right? Because it's never going to serve you and recognize why am I paying so much attention to it? It's because I'm holding on to this negative story about what I think it means to be a part of this profession. Change that and watch everything else follow. So thank you for the question though. That was a really good one. So hope you all got some value out of that one. All right. So the second question that came in actually came in from Kayla. Kayla is one of our students in our Legacy Leadership Academy. And it's actually, it's related to the first one. So it's like the perfect piggyback on that first discussion. So here's what Kayla actually posted in our group. She, she was sharing that she's actually working through the formula for transformation. So that's the training that I was just sharing with you. And she says that, you know, working through limiting beliefs is hard work. And yes, I agree, Kayla, it is hard work. But she said, here's where I'm struggling. So we actually teach you how to start working through these thoughts and these beliefs that you have, like teaching you a process of separating yourself from them. And she's basically listing out her worksheet, but I'm going to highlight something. So the circumstance, what she's actually wanting to do, she wants to grow her presence on Instagram. So she wants to grow her Instagram account. And by the way, this could apply to any social media platform, YouTube, whatever. The problem she's running into is she has a, a limiting belief about herself. She has a negative thought that she's too fat and she doesn't dress nice enough to take the kind of pictures that people would want to look at on Instagram. So she has a belief, she's created a story that the only way you can grow your following on Instagram is you have to have this picture perfect life like you see all these influencers out there. That's where she goes wrong. That's a red light story. Because she has that red light story, look what's happening. She feels uncomfortable in her own skin and unworthy. And the result is she doesn't even post. So what that can ensure is she'll never grow her account. So where she shared, she said, I'm struggling with changing my story, like changing my perception. And here was the advice that I gave her. I said, Kayla, first thing you got to recognize, you have to recognize how this story is never going to serve you to make to changing it. And if you want to change it, if you want to grow your account, you don't grow your account by focusing on the actions. You grow your account by changing the belief, which will then create the feelings, which will lead you to being having the courage to take the action. And I said, here's the belief I want you to adopt. That perfect is not what you need to do to be successful on social media. Here was my advice. I said, you want to know how the vast majority of the people in the world are? They're just like you. 
Most of the people out there, I bet most of you that are listening to this or watching this right now, you feel the same way Kayla does. You were probably like, yes, I feel the same way. I bet most of you feel that way. Most of you feel not pretty enough, overweight, right? Not as smart, don't have all the good words to say, haven't had as much success. You feel inadequate in all these different areas. And that gives, that keeps you from sharing yourself on social media in a way because you feel like you're not enough. And I said, Kayla, what if, what if because you had the courage to put your imperfect self out there and own it and just be you as God created you to be, what if that was the very thing that was missing that would help you absolutely crush it on social media and on Instagram? And I said, look, I'll take it one step further. Pay attention to the people you follow. I bet the ones that you love to follow the most are not the ones that have picture-perfect lives. You wanna know why? Because we know that's not real. We don't trust perfect because we know it doesn't exist, right? See, perfection or, or credibility comes not from perfection. You wanna be credible on social media? John Maxwell said credibility comes from a willingness to admit imperfection. See, if you can own who you are, all the good, bad, and ugly, and put yourself out there, that's what people relate to and connect to. So I said, Kayla, all you have to do is just be you. And people will recognize that. Your vulnerability will connect with their vulnerability. And that's how you build a following. So I said, isn't it, isn't it interesting, though, how you've created a story, a red light story about what you thought, a belief about what you thought you needed to do to be successful on Instagram, where really it's the whole opposite in my mind. So I said, change your story, change your life. And I said, but here's what's interesting, Kayla. Is one necessarily true? Who knows? But I'll tell you what, the one story, if you adopt the story that I just gave you, the green light story, the empowering belief, here's what I promise you will happen. You'll have the courage and the confidence to post. And if you post with courage and confidence consistently over time, guess what will happen? You will grow your Instagram following. So I think it's such a great question because I know so many of you struggle with that. But notice, every single day, I say, Kayla, here's what you need to do every day. You need to write that story down. You need to, to print it up and put it on your computer. And the next time you want to post and you're feeling fear, that old story is kicking in and you're doubting yourself, you need to read it again, be intentional, choose that belief, and then move forward from that place. So that's my advice. But Kayla, thank you for that question. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people out there that probably needed to hear that as well. All right, so the third question here, three of four, came in from Sheila. So Sheila's question was this, if somebody tells you that they just joined, they bought your pro, they joined your business, but they only did it because they wanted to get a discount on the products, do you try to get them to host a launch party and see how it goes? It seems like many of the high level earners in my company joined just for the discount and they're making six figures now. That's not to say everyone will do that, but I'm wondering how can I get people to at least give working the business a try? Great question, Sheila. So here's the first thing I wanna point out to you. The people in your company that are making six figures now that originally joined just for the discount on the products, I promise you the transition from them being a customer to a consultant did not come from the person that signed them up, pressuring them to join. You want to know how it happened? They became a customer. 
The person that signed them up honored them as a customer, appreciated them as a customer, supported them as a customer, and that person had a great product experience. And because they had a great product experience and they didn't feel pressured and they didn't feel pushed to do something that they said they didn't want to do, at some point they became open to the idea of building a business and that's how they did it. Here's the mistake that so many network marketers make is they don't listen to people. They don't honor people for what they want to be. Listen, you have a customer that tells you they don't want to do the business. Listen to them. Here's the reason why network marketers have a bad name because we don't listen because we only come from our own selfish needs. Like I know they said they want to be a customer, but I want to be, I want them to be a consultant. They said customer, I want consultant. So I'm just going to push my agenda on them and I'm going to wind up creating a negative interaction. And guess what? They're never going to want to buy again. Look, I know people that will never buy a network marketing product because they don't want to have to deal with network marketing distributors. That's the bad examples out there. Now, look, there's tons of good examples, right? But you have to recognize the way you treat a customer, how you honor what they're saying to you will determine whether they ever even consider your business. So my advice to Sheila was this, is let them be a customer. Do not try to get them to host a launch meeting. They're not going to host a launch meeting if they don't see the value in the business yet. So just let them be a customer, support them in using your products, right? Provide them amazing service, help them get a result from the products. And if you can make that happen, that's the point in time where you can bring up the idea of building a business. But you want to know what? They may still not be interested. And you want to know what? That's 100% fine. Because here's the thing, you got to have customers in order to build a sustainable residual income. So let a customer be a customer, honor them, appreciate them as that. Some of them may become consultants, some may not, but either way, it's all gravy. So that would be my advice. Don't force people down a path that they're not ready for. Listen, look, we teach a philosophy called legacy leadership. It's based on this idea of love, serve, grow. That's the formula to build the business and life of your dreams. And service means it's not about you, it's about them. If you tell me you just want to be a customer, then I honor you and I serve you in that capacity, nothing more, nothing less. So that would be my advice. But thank you, Sheila, for submitting that question. All right, so on to the last question. So the fourth question actually came from Leah. So Leah actually sent me a message on Facebook, or no, this came in from the texting service, I'm sorry. So this is an example, like I am actually responding if you text, so I hope you do that. But Leah asked me, she said, look, I've learned so much from your trainings, I've got a binder full of information, um, I've been working on my mindset, but here's my biggest issue. I wanna rank up and I wanna build my business, but you know, I have over 100 people that have come into my team, but only one or two are actually even willing to work the business. So how do I do that? How do I rank advance? How do I grow my business with 100 people that have joined, but only one or two that, that are even doing anything? And it sounds like those one or two are not really doing much. So Leah, great question. There's a lot of people that I'm sure will listen to this and watch this that can relate to where you are. Here's the best piece of advice I could give you in this area is that do not fall into the trap of looking at 100 people that have come into your team, none of which are active and working, and spend the majority of your time trying to motivate the unmotivated, trying to get the uncommitted committed, 
trying to drag people across the finish line because it is nothing more than a waste of your time and energy. Your focus should be almost 100% on going out there, right? Sounds like, you know, you've been a part of our programs. I bet you've probably learned a lot of things that you could have done differently or better. If you've been a listener of this podcast and if you watch this YouTube channel, you're probably the same. You probably are like, okay, I see that I've been doing this wrong for a while. So here's what you do, Leah. And here's what you do to anybody else that's hearing this. You focus on doing it right and you focus on finding the people that you need. Find the motivated. Find the committed. Find the ones that already are looking for an opportunity. They just don't know it's called your company and your product. Spend the majority of your time personally prospecting, sponsoring, getting customers. And here's what I've learned. It's always easier to give birth than it is to raise the dead. And I know that's frustrating because we look at 100 people and we're like, yeah, but Bob, they're already in. Can I, I just wanna try to, they're on life support. I just wanna put the electric paddles on them and shock them back to life. And I'm telling you, you know, it's just not a wise use of your time. Here's what may happen. This is sometimes the best thing we can do for an unmotivated team. Go out, create our own personal success, have them see new people getting results and have that become the motivating factor. That's called motivating through a fear of loss. Like when they see other new people coming in and having success, sometimes it makes them question, well, why am I not doing this? But the mistake that we make as leaders is we enable people right? We be, it's almost like they attach their umbilical cord to us and we become their counselor. And it's like every single week we're trying to motivate them and we're encouraging them, but they do nothing. Look, sometimes you got to cut the cord. You got to walk away from them and you got to create a fear of loss. Like, oh my God, they might go on and do this without me. Sometimes that's the best way to motivate. So Leah, that would be my advice. Those one or two people that are willing to work, support them and be there for them, but don't rely on them. Never rely on anybody but yourself. Go out there and find the ones you're looking for. That's the fastest way for you to rank, advance, and grow and build a business. So, all right. Well, those are the four questions. So that's pretty much it. But hey, listen, do me a favor. If you've got a question for me, if you've got a topic that you'd like me to cover, text me at that number. We put it up on the screen. We'll put it up on the screen again. Text me at that number and let me know what's your question, what's your topic, and I will include it in a future episode. So as always, thank you to each and every one of you for being a part of this community. I love and appreciate all of you. If you're watching this on YouTube and you're new to my channel, thanks for being here. Hopefully you'll get some value enough to subscribe and like. And hey, if you're listening on the podcast and you haven't checked my YouTube channel out, make sure you do that. We're creating new videos every week. I'll put the link in the show notes. But thanks again, everybody. Thanks for those that submitted questions and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.